0: You're, 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 tu-
1: you're tuned into It's
0: Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagada at Odyssey Sports Podcast.
1: We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We are dedicated human beings for Bengals fans because it is 1134 p.m. Sunday Night Football wrapped up a tad bit early, which I'm not mad about because we had a game plan to record this podcast. I'm Lindsay Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, how you doing? Terrible. That was bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was um, it was really deflating. I don't even know if the Bengals were the better team today, but man, it was when they scored and there's just like the i feel like a 60 chance the ravens win just because they have to get to like the 45 and then they are way further than that but uh there's nothing you can really do as the offense when you're in that situation because i don't believe in trying to run the clock down so they can't get an attempt because you can only run it down to like i don't know what minute 20 and they have all three timeouts and they need like two first downs and then but i also like even if you do think that this offense needed to score because they didn't have the uh, they don't have the ability to waste time, they need to score because that's they struggle enough at doing that.
1: The thing is, I think the overall the first reaction to the game and after Cincinnati after the Bengals scored was, "Oh, they have Justin Tucker. We know how this is going to end. They're going to take all the time off the clock." Everything happened just like that. I agree with you. I think they needed to score. I mean, they had ten points prior. So at that point, I'm like, can they even get a field goal at this point? Are they going to be able to get a touchdown? I mean, credit to them to get that drive with Jamar Chase. But I think the biggest question mark and in, in the first reaction I see is, oh, you should have taken the points and got the field goal earlier in the game. And then you wouldn't be looking okay. back.
0: I, I disagree. I, I thought <laughs> going for it was the right call. No, going for it is the right call. You Here's the issue. That was a disaster of a series. It starts, there's a pick play was the first play. That's fine, whatever. A pick play on the goal line, completely normal, and it didn't work out. Whatever, move on. The second play, the Philly special was what, 2016? And I'm so sick of people thinking this is a creative and innovative play call at this point. Everybody's done it. If I can see that motion and handoff and go, oh shit, it's a Philly special. And then he tosses it back to Boyd. Yeah, blitz the corner because Boyd isn't a quarterback. He doesn't know what to do. He's going to take a sack. Like That was ridiculous call in that situation. The Philly special is no longer this creative, awesome play that's going to get you a free touchdown. Everybody knows it. Once they know it, you can't run a gimmick play like that. Then they get a slant to chase. Okay, you're back in range, and now that's why I think it was fine because if they were more than like three yards out, I would say just kick the field goal, but they were two yards out. So you're in a run-pass situation, and mixon has been running really well, but I completely understand passing. How do you call a shovel pass on fourth down when your quarterback is supposed to be one of the best – creators out of structure and a great decision maker and all these i i think it's first i really gotten heated about a game like this post game and there were two stupid losses before this but i could not believe that call and you know who the shovel pass went to stanley morgan our honorary fullback i don't know if that was like a oh t would normally be in this spot but we need you stanley the whole thing just screamed of overthinking what's going on you have jamar chase tyler boyd joe mixon You have all these guys run a normal play. Hayden Hurst had a heck of a game. Run a normal play. Run something that Burrow can check through progressions and then take off and try to get the two yards if he needs to. He's a big, strong, mobile quarterback. There is so much that you could do. And that play call just blew my mind with how bad it was.
1: Yeah, and 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 I hate and I I said this actually right before we jumped on. I, I was talking to our producer Nick. I think the biggest thing when you lose is play calling. It's ah, oh, this guy was terrible. Zach Taylor can't call anything. Why is he still calling plays? I'm I'm gonna try and be level headed in this reaction because we are recording this minutes after the game. And and to be fair on everybody's side, when I think about that, you put your team in a bad situation tonight, and they shouldn't have been. I know T. Higgins was sidelined and he re aggravated his ankle. I know that never was official and it never came out, but that was pretty much what the assumption was because the official ruling on him never really came out. And and him not being a part of this offense was telling out there. You can't have excuses because every team is dealing with them. Baltimore didn't have Rashad Bateman. You know, they go with their tight end, they deal with playmakers they have out there. That wasn't the excuse. My excuse is you can't put your team in situations when you have these playmakers and not be able to be not only aggressive, but be cute when you don't need to be. You finally get your run. You finally get your run game going and you can't even, you can't even make it simple. The Bengals' biggest opponent in their three losses is the Cincinnati Bengals. That is who they're losing to. And it's it's from coaching, it's bad mistakes. It wasn't about Lamar Jackson. It wasn't about the Baltimore Ravens. It was about losing to yourself. And they did that tonight. I'm not even mad about not going for the field goal. I'm mad about stupid play calling right now. And I'm not even blaming Zach, like saying Zach Taylor's a stupid play call. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in general, don't make those play calls. Don't do it. Don't do it. Make it simple. Stop making it harder than it needs to be.
0: At this point, I think some of the complaints about Zach Taylor's system are overstated. What I don't think is overstated at this point, and it has been proven time and time again, this season is he is not a good short yardage guy. I mean, at this point, you've got two fourth and one tosses that went from negative yards. You've got a slew of third down type issues on third and short. You had that fiasco today. The only time, the only time I thought, Oh yeah, there's two times, I believe in short yardage that I thought, Oh yeah, good call. Uh, was last week, the Hayden Hurst sneaking across the, the formation and then the other one was today with the motioning. I think it was Hearst back there to push Burrow in on the QB sneak. Yeah. Other than that, I can't think of a short yardage play call special that was like, oh, good call. In fact, I've got as many, I've got more times I've, I've been yelling at the TV like, no, than I have like, oh, yeah, that's such a good design or good call or whatever. It's just, I don't know what it is about short yardage, but he has he's got like three plays that have worked and that's kind of disgusting because you know, you're getting man coverage uh, with elite wide receivers. You know that in this game, I mean, how do you call so many times against the dolphins to slam Mixon in the back of his offensive line? And then this game, you didn't even try it once and they were getting push. They were getting a push on this line. We'll talk probably talk about that later, but that mixon went for 5.8 a carry tonight. I mean, you don't give it to him once and that so You'd rather call the Philly special that everybody knows than to give the ball to Mixon one time on second down. I don't even blame Boyd for taking the sack. He's a he's a wide receiver. Like I know a quarterback should throw it away there. A wide receiver was open probably-
1: in the end zone though. <laughs>
0: Oh, a li- it was a tight throw, I'll be honest. They I knew mean, what it wasn't going was to
1: happen. It wasn't going to happen.
0: Was, yeah, a back shoulder Joe Burrow fade. <laughs> it was it was there, but it was a tough throw for a wide receiver to make and a quarterback to catch. Like, if it was yeah. the other way around, and Burrow that to Boyd, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But if Boyd threw that to Burrow and it came down with that, I would have just been amazed that they made that play. But, yeah, I know a, a, wide, a quarterback supposed should have thrown that away if he didn't like the look because you can't take a sack and knock yourself out of field goal range or make this way harder on yourself. But he's a wide receiver. (laughs) He's not going to know.
1: It's just – it's a frustrating reaction because you hear the first four weeks, who they've played, the backup quarterbacks they've played. Uh, You know, you get Cooper Rush, you get Joe Flacco, uh, you get Teddy Bridgewater, you get – Mitch Trubisky, and you don't really know who this team is. And then you go with Sunday night football and you get behind and then you just up 10 all. And you're like, since I wasn't even playing that great, but they're coming back, they're making it a game. And Hey, if you win, you get this game, you walk away and you're like, we'll watch the tape and we'll move right all right right along and just uh, throw the rest away. We really don't want to remember that performance, but at the same time, it just was, it's one of those things where like you should have walked away with a win. You really should have, you played not great to start the game but you still came back. You still had moments where you should have scored a touchdown or, or even put up three and they just, it just, it's one of those things where it's a frustrating loss because it wouldn't hurt so much. If so far this season, you didn't lose to the Steelers the way you lost. You didn't lose to the Cowboys, not even the Cowboys because they're going off on, on this nice little run right now. But you look at week one, that's a divisional game. You look at week five, that's a divisional game. You drop to 0-2 in the division. And you look around the AFC, that's going to be a tight race. And I don't know where this offense is right now. And the thing about it is, I know a lot of people's reaction right now. I've looked at social media. It's probably a place you don't really want to be right now. Is Zach Taylor should give up the play calling? He shouldn't be calling the plays. Should be Brian Callahan. All of this stuff. Look, we we don't really know behind the scenes how many calls are Brian Callahan, how many are Zach Taylor. Obviously, Zach Taylor has the final say. That's not going to happen. Like Zach's not going to give up calling the plays. I, maybe I see it differently than what could could happen in the future, but. You gotta fix your offense right now. It's not great. And I wouldn't even put it all in the offensive line right now.
0: I would say the offense was pretty good. Uh offensive line, sorry. The offensive line was pretty good today, especially yeah. in the run game. Um, they're moving to more of a gap stuff and but we'll we'll, we'll get to that later. I, I want to talk about it, but I have more want to air frustrations to start. I'm also frustrated with the beginning, the script of the in the scripted play calling. It seemed very much um like Twitter freaks out, like, you got to get Jamar the ball. You got to get the ball. And it was like every play was to Jamar. It was like screen to Jamar and then moves him into the backfield and run a little swing pass to Jamar. And then there was one time I, I it was a, a crack toss to Mixon. Didn't work. Those the, what probably like a 10% success rate for the Bengals. They don't really have the athletes. And Stanley trying to block – God bless him. I hope that that video goes away. But Stanley Morgan trying to block an edge didn't work out you lose two yards. You're in second and 12. It was like he just kept reading the script as if like, okay, and that should gain us about five, and then we're going to run this, I, I don't know, it was like a pin pull or sweep or something to Jamar in the backfield. Like, they hand it off to Jamar Chase. And it's just, the defense is giving you so much respect to Jamar Chase, and I understand it is very frustrating to be that good of a receiver and to not go off for 150 yards a game. But This was my worry with trying your hardest to get him involved because the offense was terrible in the first quarter while they were trying to do this. And you can't, you can't cut like trying to get him the ball there is just like, I don't know. So often it wasn't working. It was hurting the offense. It was like burning your own furniture to keep the house warm type thing of like, yeah, you're solving a problem of Jamar Chase wants the ball. You are not solving anything about this, these offensive issues because you're going for, like, two yards a play. I That was very frustrating for me. It felt very much like reading Twitter criticisms and just going like, yeah, we should just get that ball to Jamar a bunch.
1: But at the same time, I thought – Obviously, when T Higgins is not out there, this offense looks a little different because we saw how involved he was when Jamar was getting triple quadruple team in the last couple of weeks and what kind of receiver he is. And then he's on the sideline. And a lot of people are like, who's 80? Who's getting the ball 80? What, what, what? What's he doing out there? And then you think, oh, well, what's going on with T? And then you have you're forcing the ball to Jamar. Which, of course, yeah, he's one of your number one receivers. You want to do that, want to get him more involved. Then you see Hayden Hurst get involved. Then you see the run game starting to work. And it's just such a head scratcher because we still don't know what this Bengals offense looks like in 2022. It's still a huge question mark for me. And tonight didn't make me feel any better about it.
0: No, I mean, made me feel worse. This is, I think this was probably. I can be fact checked. I think this is probably the Ravens' best defensive performance. And when you're the offense, that's never a good thing. <laughs> I think Miami scored over 30. Bills over scored over 20. Like holding an opponent under 20, and they played the Jets. And I want to say that the Jets might have scored that many. I'm googling it real quick, but no, Jets scored nine. Okay, fact check myself before I get that, that was done.
1: a bad first game of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to remember. I was like, oh man, I forgot they played the Jets. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just. The offense was just feeling – it felt so deflating, disappointing. They ran that under center play action. I think it was a dagger concept to chase. And Burrow, he just turned and fired it. And there were two linebackers underneath that could have picked that ball off on his one interception. But, again, that was a design play to chase. And it's just like these teams – this is what you're trying to force it to them, and defenses, they get paid too. They, they're trying their hardest to stop this guy, so it's going to be really difficult to work this. When Marcus Peters was making all those tackles, and he is not a guy that makes tackles usually, when he's making all those tackles, that kind of threw a wrench in what I thought my game plan would have been to start too. I understood the idea at first, which was just like, get the ball to chase underneath and shallow and let him try to break these tackles because these corners don't tackle that well. Well, they were tackling well. So you got to be able to adjust on the fly there. And it didn't feel like they adjusted until the second quarter at least. And then they finally started getting the offense rolling. And I thought the offense in general might've been fine. It was just really bad in short yardage and early in the game.
1: I'll just say I didn't have Patrick Queen getting the interception tonight. That was, um, That was very, um, that was the, that thrill, that, that moment, not ideal, not ideal, but we'll, we'll move on. We have more to talk about with it's always game day in Cincinnati next.